2: Everyone, good afternoon and welcome. Uh, I would like to call uh, this meeting uh, for the Ann Arbor Commission on Disability Issues to order. Uh, So grateful for all of you being here and the time that you are serving our community today. Uh, This time I'd like to move down uh, to roll call. Uh, Denise will call on you and please, uh, when she does, uh, if you could state your name uh, and where uh, you are coming from today in terms of city and or county, if you would like, uh, that would be appreciated. Uh, Denise, thank you very much.
3: Sure, this meeting will be broadcast live on CTN cable 16, ATT channel 99, online at a2gov.org, yctn to speak at public comment, call toll free 877-853-5247, or 888-788-0099. Enter meeting ID 919-8673-1455.
4: Commissioner Solomon. Matthew Solomon, Commissioner uh, Ann Arbor, Washtenaw County, USA.
3: Commissioner Alan Pipkin is not here. Commissioner Button. Not here. Council member Ghazi Edwin.
5: Edwin. A present council member liaison, Aisha Ghazi Edwin, from Ann Arbor, Michigan.
2: Chair Damon. Hi, good afternoon. Zach Damon, uh, chairman, coming to you from Ann Arbor, Michigan, Washtenaw County.
3: Commissioner Hawkins. Not here. Commissioner Pastor. Not here. Commissioner Gossich will be joining us later.
0: Commissioner Mozak. Yes, good afternoon. My name is Kathleen Mozak. I am a commissioner. I'm um, calling in from Ann Arbor, Washtenaw County.
3: Commissioner, I mean no, Vice Chair
0: Keeler.
6: Oh, uh, Vice Chair Keeler, Commission, Commissioner also, and from Ann Arbor calling from my recliner in Ann Arbor, Michigan.
3: Okay,
2: you have a call. Thank you very much, Denise. Uh, Next, everyone, I would like to move um, to the approval of the agenda. Um, All of us should have received an electronic copy uh, sent out um, earlier, uh, but if you did not receive one, uh, please let us know at this time in the chat uh, and we can uh, give you the link and or send you a copy digitally. Uh, if there uh, are any um, corrections or edits that need to be made to the agenda, uh, please speak up now. Uh, if not, is there a move to approve uh, today's agenda?
6: I'll move to approve, but do we have a quorum?
3: Yes. Um, I saw Rachel here. Commissioner Hawkins is here. Commissioner right. Maloney, I'll move to approve. I'm sorry, Commissioner Mosak. did you have your
0: hand up? I had had it up earlier because we didn't have a quorum until Rachel popped in. Yeah. So no worries. I saw her. Okay.
2: (laughs) Thank you, folks. I do appreciate that. Uh, Glad to hear that we do have a quorum this afternoon. So, uh, Larry, you move to approve the agenda. Uh, Is there a second?
0: I will second.
2: All right. Kathleen seconds. Uh, all in favor of approving today's agenda, uh, please unmute and say aye. 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 All, right.
1: Uh,
2: all right, thank you. The approval uh, of the agenda uh, is ready to go. Next, uh, I'd like to uh, move on to the approval of the meeting minutes uh, from November. Of course, uh, there should be Uh, a link there uh, to review those minutes if you have not done so and again if there are any edits or corrections that should be made uh, from the November uh, meeting minutes uh, please uh, speak up uh, at this time now if there is not um, then I would like to uh, move to approve uh, the meeting minutes from November and uh, I'd like to make a motion so uh, is, are we okay to go ahead and approve uh, the meeting minutes for November? I'll move to approve. All right. Larry moves to approve. Is there a second? I'm uh, I'm sorry. There was a, a bit of a delay there. Denise, Who was that?
3: I can't see, could you say that again? Who second?
2: I
1: can, hi. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thank you.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Christiana, good afternoon. Uh, Good to see you. Uh, Okay, Christiana, uh, all right, all in favor uh, of approving uh, the meeting minutes uh, for November, uh, please unmute and say aye. Hi. 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 Thank you. And Christiana, I'm so sorry. Uh, for the meeting record, um, do you mind just uh, stating your name, uh, your position and where you're coming from uh, today?
1: Hi there. This is Commissioner Christiana Allen Pipkin and I am tuning in from Ypsilanti, Machine. Thank you.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay, moving quite along here, folks. Thank you very much. Um, next, we're gonna go to public comment, which is always fun. And I hope uh, there are some community members on with us this afternoon. Uh, do we know, Denise?
3: I don't see anyone presently.
2: Okay, no problem. Um, but as always, folks, uh, you know, if you do have a public comment or uh, are viewing this meeting or other meetings uh, and things we are discussing, Uh, Please always feel free uh, to join us for public comment uh, during our meetings. Thank you, Denise.
3: You're welcome.
2: Uh, Moving forward uh, to our special presentations. uh, First of all, I'm very excited uh, for the first uh, special presentation or introduction, rather. Uh, I would like to uh, extend my sincere gratitude uh, in introducing the Ann Arbor City Council. Member and the Commission on Disability Issues, a uh, new liaison, Ms. Aisha Ghazi Edwin. Uh, we are extremely thrilled uh, that you are willing uh, to sit with us and be a part of the Commission on Disability Issues and our efforts uh, to continually make uh, Ann Arbor inclusive and accessible for all. Uh, at this time, I'd like to give you a few minutes uh, to just introduce yourself, maybe talk about why. Uh, the Commission on Disability Issues and the work that they're doing is important to you, Aisha.
5: Thank you, Chair Damon. And the, really, the the honor is mine. I am very excited to be here. Um, a little bit about my background. You know, I have a disability. I have my entire life. Um, disability justice wasn't really a thing I advocated for. It was just my life. Um I work for an organization called Detroit Disability Power. I'm the deputy director. And we really advocate for people with disabilities to be civically engaged and participant because all policies, every policy is a disability issue. Um, It's something that I hope to bring to this commission to help us better connect to the city's work, to make sure there's an accessibility lens in everything that is happening at the city level and to make sure that we're included and what's happening um i worked at University of Michigan School of Social Work that's where i received my masters my family immigrated here when i was 3 and i noticed there was there was a it, within the school of social work there was a lack of any sort of um, curriculum focus on disability justice so i created the disability inclusion and accessible design certificate program which is something that anyone can take Um, something that I, I just wanted to kind of mention here. And otherwise, I really see disability from an intersectional lens. I think ableism and racism and economic injustice and, you know, labor, all of it is so connected. And I know the work of this commission, and I know that you all see it the same way. So I'm excited just to move our work forward together. Thanks for having me.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Councilwoman. Um, we again, uh, personally very grateful and did any commissioners I would say I just want to open it up uh, to maybe one or two questions did, does anybody have any questions for our new council liaison? Uh, anything they want to want to comment on at this time? All right, uh, Denise, could we call on uh, some of those individuals that have hands raised?
3: Sure, I'm seeing now.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> I'll just start a cast
4: the tab. Commissioner Solomon. Um, welcome. Thank you for your service. Uh, my question was specifically about that certificate program, just so I can be a little better informed about what's out there for people interested in, you know, becoming educated on this type of work. Can you just say a few more words about that certificate program that you established?
5: Sure. So it's a continuing education, and thank you for asking that. Uh, Commissioner Solomon. It's a continuing education online certificate program that does allow people who are gaining social work license licensure to gain credits towards licensure, but we're also getting it approved by, like, you know, continuing education in other schools as well. So urban planning, architecture. We it's a series of different lectures that I created with the executive director of Detroit Disability Power, Dessa Cosma. Some of you may know she's a good friend and she's my boss. Um, And it is a variety of modules from creating, um, you know, how to evaluate design to make sure infrastructure is accessible. How do you evaluate and create social policies and uh, systems to make sure they're accessible? Um, Race and disability, the intersection of ableism and racism and how they're created Universal design principles in education, um, sex, sex, gender, and disability. And a lot of it features, some of it features um, the, all of these different lectures. Some, univer- they're University of Michigan professors who are really big in the field of disability. Some are from urban plan- planning and architecture. Then there's also just activists who are huge activists in the realm of disability across the nation. Let me drop the link actually in the chat. And if any of you are interested in taking it, uh, email me and I can try to set something up. Thank you for the question. Commissioner Allen
1: Pitkin. Hi there and welcome to the commission. Really excited about you and your work. I am familiar with you a bit. I am a fellow MSW grad from U of M, too. So it's awesome to have you here in this space um, and bringing that lens. I definitely um, have many questions and want to pick your brain about various things, but in an effort of time and knowing I can do that on my own time, the question I'd like to have for the commission to have on record is, What is something that you would like to see this commission work towards or move forward? Um, And what was your reasoning for joining our commission? That's a really good
5: question. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is the creation of an accessibility liaison. I I would like to discuss with you all calling it something else besides ADA liaison, because I think we all know that um, we need to go above and beyond the ADA, right? And having someone who works within city, the city, to help people, constituents navigate inaccessible systems at a variety of levels, social Mm -hmm. systems, physical infrastructure. Um, I got involved with this commission because of a complaint that came to me from a Ward 3 constituent about who had a disability and was unable to shovel the snow on their sidewalk, mm. and they received a ticket. And both this individual and their son were all were both disabled, and they couldn't they couldn't do it. And they called the city and they were being asked to appear in court, and they said, "We can't appear in court. And they said, "Don't worry about it, and I'm sure you know the courts were well intentioned. And then they got a ticket for not appearing in court. And it was a huge mess, right? And a huge obstacle for someone who already has multiple marginalized identities with all the social and economic and every obstacle they already face. And I remember thinking to myself, what if there was one person at the city? You know, accessibility is something that has to be integrated into every department, but what if there was one person who could immediately take their case and call up the courts and call up public works and call up the police department? And make sure that they are able to navigate these systems, and we are being responsive in an accessible and inclusive way. That was a long answer to the question, but uh, you know, Detroit Disability Power just helped set up the Office of Disability Affairs in the City of Detroit, and it's the it was long overdue. Cities of similar size have such offices, and they've shown that when offices and accessibility kind of liaison positions exist. There's greater economic well-being. There's greater use of infrastructure. And then there's more people aging in place, right? Because we're all going to be disabled at some point. Um, And we end up being a community that also helps people who are older adults. There's a place they can call. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm excited about this position helping to train all of the commissions and staff on how they can also interface with the public in an accessible and inclusive way. So that was that was a lot yeah. of words, but that's that's what I'm excited about. And I hope you all are too.
2: Um, Out, this is outstanding. Obviously. Thank you.
5: Commissioner Hawkins.
7: Hi. Um, so I'm Rachel Hawkins. I don't believe we've met. Um, I'm also an MSW. I graduated from U of M. Also have a disability. And um, just really excited to hear your passion about the work we're already doing and really welcome you and think this will be a great fit for you integrating, you know, everything into city council as well. And really being the person in the room that can can speak to these these different intersections of disability and identity, gender,
5: race. Thank you so much. And I also want to say, you know, another big priority for me is to listen to all of you about like what are the big glaring issues that you've seen? What How is how is disability not being integrated into the conversation? I think there's gonna have to be some information collecting, right? And all of this as well. But thank you for welcoming me, Rachel. I'm, I'm really excited to join. I'm excited to meet you.
3: Commissioner okay. Mosley.
2: Go, go ahead, sorry.
0: Um, Welcome. I'm so excited that you're here with us to have um, a person who identifies as having a disability, actually being a liaison and actually being on city council is very exciting to me at this time. Um, there are so many changes. Our disability commission worked uh, closely with uh, Mr. Milton DeHoney, uh earlier this year to talk about the very thing that you discussed, which is an ADA liaison. And I'm very excited to hear that there's someone here with a vested interest that can help move things forward. Uh, Sometimes as a commissioner or commissioner, we don't always feel as though we are seen and to be able to have someone right there in the trenches with lived experience, but also knowledge and the power to be able to affect change is very exciting to me. You did uh, mention the ADA coordinator, but I'm wondering as you're going into your first year of serving, do you have any other uh, issues on your agenda that you are going to be moving forward? Like what are your first plans of
5: work? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, my first, so firstly, thanks for the question. And I did meet with um, Laura Orto, who is the organiz- the new director of organizational equity yesterday about this position. And I, you know, I gave her some ideas and we talked about how the commission's involvement is so important. And I also talked to Milton Dahoney, Mr. Dehony, and he said, we need a job description from the commission before February to make it into the next budget cycle. It was, it was something that I, I just want to talk about and mention. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Um, I, my main priorities right now is to make sure that equity is a part of every decision I make. And I in every decision I make and I don't make, I'm always thinking about who am I is going to be affected, who's included, and who's being left behind. As a social worker, as someone who's been an organizer, I always know that there's people that are going to be left behind, right? So always thinking about the reper- repercussions of my actions. I'm working on some things right now around workers' rights. I'm a, I'm a union member. I'm going to be one of the first. I am one of the first union members as a council member. Um, I, I want to bring that perspective in, and I want to make sure working people's voices are amplified in our policy making and our decision-making, whether it's about housing or it's about urban planning. It's about infrastructure, because unfortunately, the majority of the people who make the city run can't even afford to live here. But their voices are so needed in conversations about affordable housing, for example. So I'm working on something to, to really push some more workers' rights. Yeah, hopefully it, it might be a commission. It may be something else. We're, we're figuring it out. Um, I am also talking to Laura about some sort of mandated facilitation training for every council member and maybe chairs for each commission, every commission that is about doing anti-racist inclusive facilitation, I think it should be a mandated training. And it's not because I think, you know, I I mean, the best way to explain it is we've all been socialized to have certain, you know, perceptions of people and of others. And it affects the way we communicate and engage with the public. And in that communication, it leaves people out and it brings people in. And I think that as elected officials, we ha- we set a precedent in the way that we engage with the public. And what we do and say in this realm affects what people think is acceptable in other realms. So having some sort of training, and yeah, I don't know if it's going to be, I, mean, I think there's going to be facets of anti-racism, facets of you know anti-ableism, because it needs to be holistic, right? And um, I'm working on that now. Otherwise, my other priorities are just helping us build more walkable, bikeable infrastructure while thinking about the fact that not everyone rides a bike and not everyone can drive a car. And um, you know, I that my I that's my opinion. And I brought it into a recent uh council decision about a uh, conversation about TC1 zoning on West Stadium. I I, my, I I want us to achieve our um you know A two zero goals and at the same time. I want us to be a city that allows everyone who moves around in all the ways people move around. Um, I want us to be a city that accommodates for that. Right. Um, and thinking about also the, the economic, you know, it's an economic justice issue as well. We don't, we live in a society that doesn't have prevailing wage people. who doesn't pay for childcare. Is it realistic for everyone to ride a bike? Um, so, I want us to think more comprehensively and holistically about these issues. So we are bringing in all types of people with all types of abilities. Thank
2: Outstanding. You. I uh, really uh, appreciate you, uh, council liaison, uh, councilwoman, and uh, you know, echo those sentiments as well. Um, I think we have time for like one more question, you guys, and then I'd like to, if that's okay uh continued yeah. on our agenda uh to and
7: up, and so. sure um thank you thank you so much for your response um just to provide some context um i wanted to mention as well that we've had i've probably been on this commission maybe four years and we have had a number of issues over the years with Decisions being made completely without us or stuff's not brought to Zach or Larry or other members of the team. Um, By city council or by the other commissions until it's already been decided and they just want us to sign off on it and agree with what's been done. Mm -hmm. So I know that's been just just to let you know that that's been like an ongoing discussion for probably at least I don't know, maybe two years and so I I think it's really encouraging to know that um, you have a seat at the table and you are involved with us and um, hopefully we can have more continuity and know about things earlier in the process so we can you know, influence, um, you know, the direction of accessibility.
5: Yeah, definitely. And I, and Thank I hope, you. I hope to do that. And I think it's also a process issue. Um, you know, I think that we need some more, we need someone with more of kind of like a bird's eye view of everything that's happening. And I think the accessible liaison is one part of that. I hope that position will sit on this. But I think that, you know, obviously that's my job. So things that are coming down the agenda and I do have something I'm going to talk about uh, later today, if they're, you know, maybe it will be at the next meeting. I can talk to you about it, chair Damon. Um, But yes, I hope to be vigilant and make sure that our voices are heard and our community is heard in (laughs) decision-making.
2: Thank you all. And, um, uh, Councilwoman, is it fair to say that uh, if any other commissioners have uh, any questions, comments, uh, you know, anything like that? Um, you know that they are more than welcome to reach out to you. Uh, oh. You know, with those comments or questions or uh, questions about your certification, which I think is uh, outstanding, uh, or any other issues uh, that you've put forth today.
5: Yes, this is I awesome. should absolutely. You know. Um, I was, I was going to say that please do reach out to me you, if you want to have a Zoom coffee or meet in person, which is a little bit more difficult, but I'm, I'm always open. I'm always here and I welcome it. And uh, I think that's how, you know, that's how good ideas are, are created. So I'm open anytime to meet with anyone. Um, can I ask one quick question, Denise? Sure. How yeah. do I, or, or Zach, um, how do I share the certificate program uh, in this format? The link, do I put it in Q&A?
2: So Denise, I think you have to grant um, the participant uh, the uh, access, right, to-
3: Right, hold on, I can do that. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to make you a co-host and you can share.
5: Okay, great. great. See that? Yep, co-host. So now I can put in a question or do I put it?
2: You should be I able to put it chat in my
3: Zoom. Zoom. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. Um, My team Zoom, um, I'm able to do that, but not in my in this Zoom.
5: Yeah. So I'm mad I'm not. Okay, I can share the link um, with Denise afterward.
2: Yeah, so I can just send it out. Yes. Send it to... Uh... Denise and or myself, uh, I can make sure that the uh, commission uh, has that, absolutely.
4: And your email
2: as well, if possible.
5: Yep, yep, yep. Yep.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. you. All right. Well, moving forward, uh, just so you guys know, uh, as you know, uh, Katie Monkevich uh, could not be here today for the Washington Library for the Blind and Physically Disabled. So Ooh. I will not be having her presentation. Um, as far as the Ann Arbor Center for Independent Living, uh, Denise, do we have Joyce on?
3: No, I do not.
2: Okay. Uh, so no Joyce there. Um, next, we'll then move down to the Partners in Access uh, and Community Engagement Report. Uh, and since Alex is not uh, here to report, uh, Rachel. I was wondering if you had anything on community engagement.
7: Um, so I spoke with Melissa Bondi with um, CTN. Um, so they did not have a new Ann Arbor Inclusive for November or December. They just they decided to take a break. They actually were regrouping this week um, and planning their topics for the first half of 2023. Um, And there are they're open to any top any suggestions of any specific interviews or topics um, that the community would like to like to see as well. Um, And then just also to mention that they had um, recently won won uh, Philo Awards um, for their content on Ann Arbor Inclusive um, just back in late October. So that was a big success. Um, They were recognized um, out of, you know, over 150 entries. um, And this is a community media arts award um, that's um, comprises Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and Michigan. So just to applaud the work that they're doing, and um, I'm excited to see what they do in 2023.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Rachel. Congratulations uh, to Tom Hotland, uh, Melissa Bondi, uh, you know, all the staff at uh, CTN uh, for their great work. Uh, may, may I put in a quick suggestion? I think that maybe the uh, the new council liaison could be a great guest on uh, Ann Arbor Inclusive, uh, sort of uh, talking more about uh, the great work that she's doing. But uh, just a suggestion. So, absolutely.
7: Only uh, if you, you feel comfortable with that. I won't. I won't bring it up to them without without you being comfortable.
5: Yeah. If you, you know, I'd be happy to learn more. Uh, if you want to reach out and we can talk about more.
7: Okay, that sounds great. Thank you.
2: Wonderful,
3: Mr. I mean, Vice Chair Keeler has his hand up, and he's here for the PIA as well.
2: Okay, Larry, go ahead.
6: Yeah. Well, the I, I forgot the other thing, Alex had, but the big thing that we might that we were talking about was the resolution. I remember the resolution for best practices. For, yes, uh, uh,
2: Yes, yes, absolutely, and.
6: Yeah. We were thinking if we have a copy of that up there, did we did we attach a copy of that, Denise? No, um, we did. It, it's we were under, it's about, under
2: it's under old business on the agenda, Larry. So once I okay, do the so report, thinking, go ahead,
6: hold on. We we're so we're, yeah, we're going to have to discuss that. And we want to make a decision because we want to put it through. We want to try to get it onto the city council agenda next city council agenda, which I think. uh I think um, we have to get it in by January 9th. Is that correct, Denise? Yes. And there there might've been another point, but that was the big one that we discussed. Hold and on. That, I mean, that was under PIA.
3: Yes, not November, I mean, January 9th is the next city council meeting. So we can have anything before that. Here is a um, committee.
6: I thought that was the next uh, uh time to put something on their agenda. So when is the next time to put something on their agenda?
3: Well, we will hopefully try to do that a couple of days beforehand, Larry, if I'm possible. Okay. Okay.
2: Uh Denise, but I, I just got, got a that. message in the chat. Uh Alex is looking to be uh brought into the room. He's in. Okay, thank you. All right. With that, uh, Alex, if you uh, are in and can hear us, uh, I would just like you to, uh, for the record, uh, introduce yourself and then uh, let us know where you're coming from today. Hi, everybody.
8: This is Alex Gossage, Commissioner, coming from my home in Ann Arbor. I apologize for being late today.
2: No problem. Um, Is everyone okay with me uh, going to? Um, the Ann Arbor Center for Independent Living uh, presentation. Um, Alex, I know that Joyce uh, was not on uh, this afternoon, but I didn't know if you were able to um, just kind of give us a brief uh, report on what the Ann Arbor Center for Independent Living is, is up to.
8: I will give you a 10 second update. We are wrapping up for the year, which is partly why I was late today. Uh, Close uh, beginning on uh, Friday, uh, December 23rd, and we will reopen on uh, Thursday, January 5th. So we will be closed up until
2: then. Awesome. Thank you, Alex. And then uh, upon you joining us today, uh, we were just going over the uh, partners and access uh, report. And uh, Larry was uh, telling us about uh, the resolution that was drafted and that we really hope to, uh, you know, have that on city council's desk. Uh, sooner than later. So, was there anything else uh, as far as um, partners and access that either Larry or Alex would like to uh, speak of at this time?
8: I think that was the biggest piece. And then the other thing I think we talked about um, briefly was um, I, I know uh, we all probably could, but um, I just asked Denise when, when there are things that look like they're going to be on the City Council agenda that could be related to. Uh, the commission, if, if they if she could just reach out and let us know um, that that would be helpful um, if we're not able to get to reading the agenda beforehand.
5: Um, sure, this is Aisha. You know, one thing that I do think is going to be on that is important is the East Medical Drive grid. <laughs> has anyone heard about that? Um, so, University of Michigan basically came to us, this is before I was on council, and asked if they could extend lanes on the bridge, you know, on Maiden Lane leading up to the hospital. And it was voted yes, but they, and the university promised that they would add some more uh increased kind of footpath on either side, but it ended up really not happening. And I mean, for the record, if I had been on at the time, I would have voted no, because I think um, it presents some accessibility issues for people who are walking and biking, and it's it's already a it's a dangerous area. They also then committed to building a path, a walkway. So the city said, okay, if you if you do this, will you build a walkway under the bridge? Oh, we just received a memo that the walkway can't happen because part of it is butting up against the right of way of the railroad, which is owned by MDOT, Michigan Department of Transportation. So. Some people have proposed, well, why don't we, and now this is for the walkway under under the bridge, why don't we shrink the size of it? And that might be an accessibility issue. I think us having an overall opinion on this is important from an accessibility stance, right? Because there's less walkable, bikeable infrastructure on the bridge in general with this project going through. And then what they were going to build to kind of underneath to make up for that is now being scratched um so I think that's something that we should we should talk about more I can share that memo let me find that memo
2: yeah thank you if you could put a link to that in the chat that'd be great all right well thank you for bringing that to our attention uh Councilwoman and uh we definitely appreciate that um Moving forward, I guess if there isn't anything else from partners and access or community engagement, uh, I would like to move on to recruiting activity uh, with Vice Chairman Keeler.
6: Nothing that much for me. I've been chasing. I've been trying uh, trying to get a hold of a couple of people, but I have been also been busy. I haven't heard from them back, so I will try again. Um, the recruiting effort is going on. I've got their information. I'm just trying to chase them down But with holiday season. It's probably going to be a little more difficult, but we will we will do that. And of course, I could always use later on. I could always use help doing with that I help with that. So that's Thank the you, report Larry. there.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Larry. And, um, you know, definitely appreciate your efforts there and making sure that we have, you know, qualified and enthusiastic um, residents and community members who would like to serve on the commission. Um, Next, we have the U of M council for disability concerns meeting update. And um, I guess I would say at this point, um, you know, I know that uh, Matthew had, um, you know, volunteered to fill that seat. I wasn't sure if, um, you know, he's been kind of up to date on the last meeting. Kathleen, I know you're online. Uh, didn't also know if you had uh, any additional information, but would either of you like to share uh, about the U of M Council for Disability Concerns?
4: I certainly can address that and begin by thanking Kathleen for her long and dedicated service on that commission and the great work she's done in liaising with our commission. I think it's an important relationship. And uh, just again, thank you, Kathleen, that uh, for long service on that. Um, This was my maybe second or third meeting attended. And I can say that all the meetings are open. So anyone who wants to join by Zoom, it's fully accessible in that fashion. Everyone is welcome. I was, uh, you know, really just immediately uh, felt the inclusive atmosphere that's cultivated on that commission. So that was delightful. And I'm looking forward to serving. Further, there were three main issues that I wanted to kind of bring to your attention from the latest meeting. The, the minutes were not available, as I understand it. So I'll do my best to kind of summarize. You know the major takeaways. Uh, the first is that Christina Klein, who has long been the ADA coordinator for U of M, is leaving U of M to take a similar position at Duke University. So that um, that position was just announced today online. And uh, it might be some helpful for us to review those job descriptions and thinking about our own, uh, you know, position, which, you know, very inspired by uh, a council person idea that it's not just about ADA compliance, it's about inclusivity. So, you know, we might think about even a, being a little more creative with that that job description, depending on what the input is from others and from, from city. Um, so Christina Klein stepping down, uh, replacement to be determined. Um, the One of the initiatives that she has been spearheading is CART services, uh, which will allow anyone at U of M who's having an event to get uh, full sign language interpretation for those events. And so that will, pilot program will be running for two years. Anybody who's working within the U of M system, who's holding an event can apply and get the help of um, that office to support CART services. And last but not least, there was a time at the end of the meeting when community members were invited to report on what they were doing I was able to report on our commission and mainly the creation soon of an ADA coordinator position which was uh, you know a lot of affirmation coming from the CFDC for that initiative I will do my best to keep them fully updated on how that job description, posting, hiring practice evolves. Uh, so those those are the three things I wanted to report.
2: Thank you, Commissioner Solomon. Um, you know, all great things. Uh, you know, we're sorry to see Ms. Klein leave, but uh, you know, I, I would echo uh, your comments that, you know, if there's a way uh, for us to see the, the university posting, uh, in some way, uh, the commission to view that, uh, or if we have an opportunity uh, to review that information in some form. Um, yeah, if it, if it could be sent over to us as a resource uh, while we draft this, uh, you know, job description for the city ADA coordinator. Uh, I, I personally think that it would be extremely helpful. Um, not sure what the stipulations are on that, if there's any, if there are any, but um, I think having a basis to go off of, as you as you stated, uh, is very, very helpful. So uh, if you're able to find out uh, if they can, or if if there's a way to just send us a link uh, to that posting, uh, that would be great.
5: Hey, Zach,
7: went online it, it did today. go.
4: It went online. Yeah, I was yeah. just
7: going to say it went online today, so you can find it on the U of M jobs website. Um, so it, it's public.
2: Great. Um, If there's a way that one of you can uh, email that link, that would be great. All right. I just Um, have. Oh, Councilwoman, go ahead.
5: So, you know, I I met with Laura Orto Orto after I met with uh, Mr. DeHoney about this position. You know, I expressed that I think it needs to be an accessibility liaison, not AD. want to go above and beyond ADA compliance here. Um, And there were several ideas, you know, that I put forth. And I said, I wanted more ideas to come from, from Kodai, from all of you about what this position could do. And Laura is, we've created a folder kind of internally within the city to start working on things. And the city has also provided some job descriptions. I don't know if it would be appropriate for us to kind of form a work group. Um, between now and the end of February when this is due to Mr. Dahoney. I also want to just flag that I'm meeting with Christopher Samp, who is for the Office of Disability Affairs. He's one of the directors there in Detroit. And I've invited Laura or- Orto to that as well. And if any of you would like to come, um, please feel free to join. And we're going to basically talk to Christopher about how did you set up some of these positions? Um, and what do you see as being essential
2: wonderful yeah if you could please uh, loop myself in uh, to that meeting I would love to be a part of that councilwoman uh, and hopefully any other commissioners at this time uh, who are interested uh, please let uh, councilwoman know and hopefully you can be a part of that also on that point uh, with Mr. Dahony I am planning uh, councilwoman to loop you into the discussions uh, of the city ADA coordinator that Laura has been a part of, that others on the commission have been a part of in terms of the interest, what's been said, what's been done up to this point. Uh, so I will be doing that before the end of the week, um, just so uh, Mr. Dehoney, uh also is, I, I mean, I'm sure he's aware at this point anyway, uh, but just so you're on the email chain so that you can see the discussions uh, that have already taken place and we can kind of continue uh, that motion that's already going forward mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would be great
2: sure mm-hmm. all right but thank, but thank you so had, much uh, um, for that information
3: i'm sorry um commissioner mozak has her hand up
2: yeah kathleen
0: i just wanted to add that i would like to be moved into that meeting as well
5: Uh, okay, great. I can add you to that. It's going to be in early January. And, you know, in the meantime, I think that at least one person from the commission, myself and Laura should should strive to meet, or more from the commission, um, in early January, just to make sure that all of our our ideas are going to be reflected in this. Because it sounds like there's a lot of parallel conversation happening about the same thing at the same time.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Just different branches of, of the same tree, if you will. So, absolutely.
7: Um, Excuse me, what's your, um, Aisha, what's your email? I'm just sending this out to everyone, but I don't have your email.
5: It's a agazi, so G-H-A-Z-I, Edwin, um, E-D-W-I-N, at a2gov.org.
7: Perfect. I'll get that sent over. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Rachel appreciate that. All right. Uh, if there isn't anything else in terms of U of M Council for disability concerns or anything else. Um, I'd like to move on to the city personnel report with Denise.
3: Thank you. Okay, hold on. Okay, the city is welcoming. Hank Kelly, Deputy Planning Manager, Nathan Fleck, Public Works Technician, Elizabeth Williams, 15 District Court Clerk, and a retirement farewell to Kevin Schlick, Senior Police Officer. That's it.
2: Wonderful, thank you, Denise. welcome and also congratulations uh, to both those joining us and who have also earned their retirement. That is a uh, great accomplishment. So thank you. No problem. Uh, Next, we're going to move on to the chair report. The biggest thing uh, I was going to really touch on uh, in the chair report, uh, this particular meeting, number one, um, I encourage all of us that have an interest in media, okay. uh, the Nothing About Us Without Us Film Festival, which is a disability-focused uh, film festival that uh, many have partnered with, and including our own and Arbor center for independent living, uh, have put together. Um, I believe this is the third annual, uh, don't quote me on that, but very excited uh, to see a film festival uh, that is disability focused in terms of the issues uh, that these films uh, do uh, put on the forefront of thought, everything from accessibility uh, to, you know, different issues uh, that are coming about uh, in, in our society in terms of disability, equity, uh, and, and inclusion. So uh, I encourage all of you, I think that information has been sent out to the full commission, uh, if you're not submitting, Uh, as a filmmaker, as somebody that has uh, a project that you want to show, I do encourage all of you uh, to keep an eye out uh, for when that festival is launched uh, virtually uh, because I would really like, in my opinion, uh, all of us on the commission uh, to attend, Uh, be it seeing one or two films uh, and showing our support. I think uh, it's something that, um, you know, obviously is important. And, you know, disability representation in media uh, is continuing to improve, which I think uh, is a great thing, uh, but we still have a long way to go uh, to make sure that the PWDs, uh, the performers with disabilities, uh, and also the stories that are told are told accurately uh, with uh, those specific uh, disabilities in mind. So nothing about us without us film festival. Uh, they are getting submissions now, uh, but we'll be Uh, going on I believe sometime in March or April but uh, again as I get more information I'll also send it your way uh, as well Uh, but right now uh, that's really the biggest uh, thing that I have to report uh, as far as the chair report is concerned Uh, any questions
3: excuse me Um, vice chair Keeler has his hand up
6: okay Larry well I'll 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 ask this question and now if there's any actual question. Um did you mean to forget the tra- did you mean uh Mr. Chair to uh skip the transportation report?
2: Oh my gosh. Pardon I just wanted me. a few minutes. Yeah. But if I there's any there. if there's any questions
6: that. on this subject, if there's any questions on this subject, let them happen. I'm just Well letting you know. I, I, I think am so you,
2: sorry. I am so sorry about that, folks. Uh uh yeah larry i uh i did skip over that that was my fault um so uh i will if anybody has any questions about the nothing about us without us film festival please reach out uh to elliot carter at the ann arbor center for independent living uh but yes i if all of you don't mind um i would like to correct my brief faux pas and go to the transportation commission update with vice chairman Keeler.
6: What? There wasn't a lot that would concern us, but there was some things. There was there, uh, there was a resolution that had passed that's going to go to city council that's requesting more money from a fund ALT that um, from five to twenty percent that will instead of being used for driving issues, it'll be used for other stuff like APSs, um, their curb cuts, that kind of thing. And that passed. The calendar passed, and then they gave a report on looking for. Uh, oh this this meeting is the, is the 16th of uh november and so we were, they were looking at alternative uh propul- uh like uh, propulsion like battery and and hybrid systems for for the buses coming up and the the they were talking about getting in the cl- crash report which is going to be a little more complicated to take care of the new this uh, the new cl- uh, crash report uh, crash report and um there's we're still they're also looking into more speed management devices to deflect um traffic and you know and slow it down and um let's see what else i have here okay and the street resurfacing is pretty much finished and ATA is talking about increasing some of the bus routes into later on in the evening and run, are mostly running more frequent buses in the afternoon. And the transportation report from 12 22 which was last week, that's why I had to run them both together. Uh, Councilwoman Briggs is replaced by uh, Councilman Amund Almond. I think, I think it's Ackman is how it's pronounced. And um, we went over the work plan and uh, 7th Street Construction was talked about. Uh, crosswalk, de- uh, crosswalk design was talked about working on. Um, and of course, we're working on the annual report. So we might see that next month. A new, uh, they're wanting to put in a new APS at Huron and 7th. And another one at Jackson-Ravina. And, um, okay, there's another note about the AATA service, as I mentioned, about coming on again for more in the evening. And there, there was also a plan that was sort of put out, uh, just a, just a general idea about maybe making Main Street into a mall Eventually, that was a possibility, but it hasn't come up yet. Um, and the other thing is, I heard mentioned that at least another uh, the transportation commission is interested in our resolution, and I think they're planning to draft a resolution as well to submit to City Hall. So, what we got, but Erica Briggs is no longer on there, so I thought that was the The
2: major thing that you might want to know. Thank you, Larry. I do appreciate um, you know all your efforts on the transportation commission um, and being the uh, liaison uh, for the commission on disability issues. With that, Um, we really appreciate it. Um, Does anyone have any questions for Larry about the? Excuse me, transportation commission update.
0: I don't have a question. I just want to add to what Larry said. Uh, If the public or any of the commissioners have any questions or concerns with regards to uh, AATA and their propulsion, um, they just began discussions and had a um, board retreat in October. We also passed a long-range plan in August that discusses uh, service updates increasing hours uh, at night in the morning on the weekend that sort of thing, they can go to the ride.org and all of that is available for your consumption.
2: Thank you and absolutely uh, appreciate uh, triple the ride and all of the hard work the the uh, transit uh, staff do they have been constantly going and never stopped even during a pandemic so. Definitely appreciate their services as well. <clears throat> All right.
5: Can I ask a quick clarifying question? This is Aisha.
2: Oh, um, sure. Go ahead.
5: About the kodai resolution, can I ask about that? What can you guys tell me a little bit more information about the resolution? You're hoping it comes to council January 9th?
2: Correct. Um, I, I can talk about it, but I would rather have uh, our commissioner who volunteered uh, to take that on. Uh, with PIA or Partners in Access Uh, Commissioner Gossage uh, speak upon that he did a wonderful job drafting and Alex do you mind uh, uh, answering uh, councilwoman's uh, questions
8: no that's no problem at all Um, and also I I can email it to you I wasn't sure if you had gotten looped in because I think it was all going on when things were transitioning around Um, so I, I have your email and I'll send that over to you
7: Alex, I just I, I just sent um, a copy, oh, but I'm not okay. certain if that's the most up to date one. So yeah. we have at probably. least one copy. It probably sent, is. So.
8: Uh, Essentially, though, uh, um, Councilmember Briggs had reached out to me as uh, through the CIL as uh, talking about some concerns that they that she had had uh, with some intersections that were being put in, specifically curb cuts and how that the, how they were technically following ada but uh just as you had mentioned earlier we really need to be thinking beyond that and uh, thinking about something that's really going to be safer for folks and i think what the council or what the commission rather is is interested in doing is is one making sure that things like this are not happening in general so having more of a regular i think connection or relationship as these sorts of uh, building projects come up so that we can add input as needed um and then Um, You know, for this one, I I think we can, if we want to push to have them redo it, It, it's in a residential neighborhood. Uh, um, The way that they were, they were set up, it could lead potentially lead an individual to walking into the middle of the intersection versus across the street. Um,
5: Are you talking about the fan fan crosswalk and Arbor View? Is that what you're?
8: Yep. Yep.
5: (laughs) Yep. I've heard
8: More large, just largely though, just it's it's more of having that um, that connection with the city as they're putting these in, making sure that they're putting them in 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 the best way possible, and thinking about best practices. Um, You know, years ago, uh, the CIL had had sued the city to 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 basically redo a number of curb cuts. I believe that consent decree uh, ended in the last year or two, so I know that they're not under that any longer, but uh, again, it, it's just something to kind of keep on top of, um, whether it's curb cuts or or anything else that's going to affect access and, and safety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
8: And then yeah. as far as the resolution itself, by all means, please, if there's things to update or change in there, I haven't res- written a resolution in some years, so I just kind of took a whack at it and shared it
5: yeah i appreciate you writing this and i appreciate you sharing it i think that clarifying you know um it says in resolution to recommend city staff incorporate best practices in addition to ADA compliance i think we have to specify what best practices mean and i think part of that is specifying that we need to be consulted like writing out code i should have at least x number of meetings prior notice on some of these issues or receive an official report from whatever commission is introducing it. Most likely, planning or transportation. <clears throat>
4: um,
5: what do you all think?
2: I, I agree with that. I think that's that's definitely accurate, and it's good to uh, list in there. Uh, absolutely, uh, Alex. I think with you know you taking the best whack, I thought uh, it was a very valiant uh, effort, uh, and I thought that uh, you know it was understandable. Uh, To the point. Um, One other addition uh, that I would um, also suggest uh, would be, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the language, if it's presented to construction workers, uh, you know, um, I think some of the language in there said um, uh, something to the effect of, um, you know, that they were were, you know, additions or add ons, but I know construction workers typically when they talk uh, in terms of, you know, doing additions or remodels and things like that. You know, if we're using something like rehabilitation to a construction project, I'm sure everyone, you know, who is of sound mind would would definitely understand. Um, but just from my, my limited experience, I also understand, too, that in certain uh, industries, uh, if it's put on someone's desk and it's not worded uh, in the vocabulary in which they are accustomed, uh that can unfortunately lead to them being like oh well i don't exactly know what this means even though we all know what rehabilitation means uh since it's not a remodel uh or an addition or the kinds of uh rhetoric that they use uh that could be potentially grounds for them saying oh well you know we don't know what this means ergo you know we're not necessarily going to uh take it seriously and so that would just be um you know another Uh, point uh, would be to just instead of rehabilitation uh, maybe put in uh, addition or uh, remodel or uh, whatever kind of constructive language uh, that they use so that it's clear concise to them and to their industry yeah what do you think councilwoman is that a formality or would that be a correct assessment
5: you know I'm thinking about I, we have to think about what we're exactly asking for, right? Are we asking for every new pro, every new project, every revision, every re rehab to come to us? because um, that will delay the process, right? And that may really push back I mean, there probably won't be a lot of agreement on that among council. Are we asking that a report is generated specific to our committee? at least a few months in advance, the second that contracts are established that lays out what's happening with TC1, what's happening with different zoning, what's happening with buildings, More that's that seems more doable. Um, and then giving us an appropriate amount of time to review it and ask questions. Does it mean that we become voting on it? You know what I mean? Do we become voting that, I mean, it's I mean, obviously, I would I would vote and I'd represent our interests. I think the other thing that needs to be included in here is that we hope this accessibility liaison will report back to us in this exact way, mm-hmm. that be sitting on housing, and saying we need to know where all affordable, accessible units are, that they would sit on TC1, on, on you know, zoning and talk about amendments um, to increase sidewalks or whatnot, their setbacks. Um, does that make sense? kind of how, well, how are we asking this to be operationalized, I guess, is my
2: question. Right. I, I think that makes sense. Uh, I, but I would like to, uh, again, uh, lead into Alex. Alex, do those do those suggestions make sense to you?
8: I, I think that makes sense. And I, I definitely would like um, the, the accessibility coordinator to, to be more involved in these sorts of things in the long term. Um, I, I think just in the short term, trying to make sure that there's somebody that's helping to support these initiatives as they go forward. But I think a report would be fine. Uh, I'd be happy to sit down uh, with you and try to draft some of these out in further language if you'd like to do that. Um, Or however we'd like to proceed, I'm I'm perfectly fine with going with. I
5: I think that we should do that. And I think that we should potentially think about pushing this from January 9th to to the second meeting in January, Uh really. And this might actually be an ordinance where we ask, where we re- we request that the city put an op, they they operationalize it. They figure out a process to make sure that we're involved instead of us coming up with a process, right? That um, part of ADA compliance and above and beyond ADA is making sure we always have a seat at a table. So we want to direct you all to do that and come, come back and propose it to us and let's figure it out.
2: Absolutely. And Alex, uh, uh... You know, as usual, or or Councilwoman, if if you need any assistance or or you know would like to loop me in on that, uh, you know, for a second set of eyes, please feel free to do so. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I know all, all of you are very capable, and, and Alex, uh, again, I appreciate you taking this on and taking the responsibility to to get this uh, done. But I guess for the sake of, of this meeting and our conversation on this. So are we okay then to uh, per councilwoman's uh, suggestion uh, to continue to review this, to make some revisions uh, to this resolution uh, and then push uh, a re- revised draft uh, at the further council meeting uh, in January. I don't know the exact date of that, um, but off the top of my head, but I would like to state uh as this resolution stands uh right now uh we will uh continue to make edits and then of course uh revisit this uh at the next meeting
5: yeah let's make edits
2: okay
5: let's make edits so,
2: okay is everyone okay uh i would like to
5: commissioner uh, solomon has his hand up
2: okay uh commissioner solomon
4: yeah, I very much liked uh, um, Councilperson Ghazi Edwin's idea of putting this to the city, which is to say that at the present time, the procedures are not acceptable because mistakes like this occur. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I would hazard to guess is that there's already universal design principles out there for construction, that we don't need to reinvent the wheel, that those things exist where they exist, I don't know, but the city is clearly not consulting them. So this is a compliance issue, and it's also an issue for this new position. But I don't think, again, hearing how this discussion has progressed, that us making a resolution is necessarily the most constructive way to handle this. We have definitely spotted an issue, uh, again, thanks to Commissioner Gossage, uh, and thanks to some alert members of this body, but I'm not sure that it's incumbent upon us to introduce this resolution. I, I don't know, other thoughts? I-
0: Commissioner, I can you have some hands
8: yeah. up? Okay, yeah,
0: Commissioner. So my question is- I, well, Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kathleen. Commissioner Mosley? oh, I'm sorry, i I thought you said Kathleen, not Larry. Um I' I'm looking oh. at our I'm looking at our calendar, and it looks like our meeting is on the eighteenth of January. Um, and you I think you said the next council meeting was the twenty third. Is that enough time for us to get it on their agenda? Um, Councilwoman? You know next council meeting is the twenty first.
3: I'm sorry, what was that, Denise? No, I'm sorry. The next council meeting is January 23rd. at 7 p.m.
5: Yep, January 23rd. I think we need to have a, uh, we should have a conversation with Laura first about this. Because this, I mean, the accessibility liaison will be under her department, right? Um, and... This is something that she could either she can help advocate for us as part of the new processes she's putting in place in the city. Right now, she's putting a variety of things in place. And she talked to me about wanting to also include accessibility. And it may not need to be a resolution. Um, I, I understand that a written commitment. Means a lot, right. And council voting on it. But at this point, this is so vague. That there could just be a lot could be kind of left off the table that I think is necessary so I think going to Laura because it's her job and saying listen we feel really left out and in between now and getting this position we need to have a seat at the table what can you do to help us create some policies so we're always involved um might might at least be the first thing that we should do is meet with Laura what do you all think about that like taking a step back
2: I, I agree with that approach. I think I think it's the the logical approach. Uh especially as you mentioned, councilwoman, that you know, Laura is is there uh to do that job and that's why she's there. Uh, I would say, you know, kind of I guess, you know, the next steps on that then would be to, you know, reach out to her uh, and schedule a time to to talk about that. But of course, you know, uh being that commissioner Gossage uh you know you brought this uh instance of many of course uh, to our attention um do you feel comfortable reaching out uh, to Laura or would you like myself or councilwoman to do that I think the
8: council member and I can get together and we can we can reach out and set up something I don't have a problem with that great thank you this isn't something that we have to rush on they're not going to do any construction. In the immediate future, on these kinds of things, so.
2: Sure, um, sure. and I would definitely loop this in, possibly just with the partners and access uh, committee. Uh, Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, having her attend that and and that be a topic of discussion. But just my two cents.
5: Mm
2: -hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think we. we, Okay, Larry, go ahead.
6: Yeah, it's been up for a minute. So then the question is would we table the further work on the resolution until we meet from with uh, our new accessibility coordinator and find out if we actually need it and if we do continue to continue work on the resolution so in other words we're not going to vote on the resolution on what we're going to do with it today right so um would we table that resolution then until uh, see if it needs further work or see if we can do something with, with our new accessibility coordinator?
2: Larry, uh, I'll do my best to answer that for you. Um, I, I think it's best to say that that I would prefer to table the resolution uh, so that uh, partners and access uh, can meet, uh, and that meeting uh, spoke of with Laura uh, can happen and the appropriate processes uh, can be discussed Um, whether that needs to be voted on at this time, um, you know, we can vote on it, if you'd like, um, but I don't necessarily see a need. um,
6: You know. You don't see so a need to vote on it. Was on the even if it's on the uh, agenda. And I think we should probably vote on whether to table it until or until we get this information in. Uh,
2: okay, uh, I respect that. So, uh, with that being said, um, I guess sure, let's do that. Um, okay, is there a move to uh, table uh, the Koda resolution that has been drafted uh, until you know? further evaluation uh, on the processes and the edits and uh, rewrites uh, can be uh, put into that resolution for it to effectively uh, be put in front of city council's desk. I would move to table it. Okay, Larry moves. Um, Is there a second?
4: I second that.
2: Okay, Matthew seconds. Go ahead, Larry.
6: I suggest formal procedure.
2: So, thank you. Go ahead, call it. Thank you. Yes, all in favor uh, of tabling the CODI resolution uh, that has been drafted uh, for this particular uh, intersection, Uh, please unmute and say aye. 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 All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, And with that being said, Um, Commissioner Gossage however you and Councilwoman want to uh, organize that Uh, again to me this falls under partners in access uh, especially because it was you know drafted under that but however uh, either of you would like to set up that meeting uh, that's up to
6: you and I'd like to be included in it since I'm partners in access too
2: okay noted all right moving forward um, do we have any new business uh, at this time? Okay. Uh, no new business. Um, any other additional communications uh, or announcements um, to make um, at this time? All right.
5: I just, I do, I'm sorry. Oh,
2: go ahead. I I
5: want to just make sure that we have the next steps for that accessibility liaison. Um, Who, I think that me and maybe uh, Chair Damon and anyone else, we should have a meeting with Laura early January. So let's schedule that. And then I, and then Alex, Larry, I can reach out to Laura about scheduling um, a meeting or her maybe attending the Partners in Access meeting. And it's talking to her and telling her, like, this isn't acceptable and we need you to help us in between now and getting an accessible liaison. And maybe one of the first things accessible liaison does with Laura is helps the city to create some sort of disability inclusion statement. Maybe it's a resolution. I mean, maybe it's something that we could incorporate into our non-discrimination ordinance. But something just that just states that all council members vote on that we're not going to leave you behind in all these processes.
6: And, and, and we usually have our meeting second Wednesday of the month at five, but if it's not convenient, let us know, and I'd be probably move that. Would you agree with that, Alex? Oh, yeah, that's that's completely fine.
5: That sounds good for me also. Second Wednesday of the month. Oh Yeah, that would have to be moved because that's when I have my Human Rights Commission meeting. Um, and you don't have to move it on an ongoing basis, but for at least well, the- I' good
6: with that day. So yeah.
5: I'm sorry, what was that, Larry?
6: I said I'm good for that, just let us let us know. Okay, yeah. okay.
5: I'll send some emails and I'll follow up
2: on these items. Right. Any other announcements or communications uh, this evening? All right. Well, with that, folks, um, I will adjourn our meeting. Uh, is there anyone that, uh, well, what I would like to do is I'd like to make a motion uh, to adjourn our meeting. <laughs> uh, I'll there...
6: move to split, I mean, I'll move to adjourn.
2: Thank you, Larry, move to adjourn. Um, okay, is there a second? Somebody wants to stay here yeah thank Mm -hmm. you all right all in favor of adjournment of the commission on disability issues meeting at 5 18 pm uh please unmute and say aye Aye. 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 all right well folks we are adjourned i would like to thank everyone uh for joining us today uh, for the commission on disability issues meeting uh and of course i would like to thank uh again Uh, Councilwoman Edwin uh, for uh, her time and for joining us. And of course, uh, thank the City of Ann Arbor uh, for uh, their resources uh, and their time, making sure that we are doing the work uh, that we need to do to keep Ann Arbor uh, safe, accessible and inclusive for all. Uh, For more, uh, you can visit the Disability Resource page on the city website, or if you need anything else, please feel free to reach out to uh, Denise or myself with any comments or questions. Thank you to CTN and the city of Ann Arbor, and we'll see you next month. Goodbye, everybody.
6: Happy
1: holidays.